and welcome to Trust the Wizards podcast, episode number eighty-nine. Yay! This is our end of two, the first of our two end of two thousand and nineteen specials, where we're playing our favourite music from this year. And uh, first up, we will be hearing the favourite songs from my fellow wizard, Mr. Kicker of Elves. Well, thank you, thank you very much, to, uh, Chiritho Garbanzo, who is in very much in the Rebel Ricket role. Uh, today recording this and and any glitches and failures will be down to you oh right? yes yeah I, I suppose so yes yeah. yeah well and it's lovely to have you we're, we're actually sitting in in a sunny room with the curtains drawn uh because we like the dark yeah um and uh yes i'm going to play a few songs that i really like this year we're going to start i'm going to start actually by playing the london calling card uh, ah, by which i the mean the strummer rule the Strummer Rule, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, because the the first record I'm going to play is, was actually released on a split single, uh, late December 2018, uh, on the Dutch record label Tiny Room Records, and I'd like to say hello to Stefan, a GBV fan. Uh, this is Bunny Prince Billy, the best of folk. Don't argue with a fool, for she will hurt you. The best that you can do is step away Don't tie yourself to children, they'll desert you Fools and children live as if it's just today Much contention causes losses and estrangement Isolation is a sickness unto death Loss of love is a sure pathway to derangement Which is why I say make peace with every breath Don't get angry if you're called the worst of many Don't withdraw your hands from all that they can do Those who would deny your love may not have any For the best folks will see the best in you You're asked to do a favor by your brother Even if it is an overwhelming task Don't ignore it nor exchange it for another Undertake to do it just because he asks Those first friends for their love is longer. For 
Call the devil for the devil's ways to bust Don't get angry if you're called the worst of many Don't withdraw your hands from all that they can do Those who would deny your love may not have any For the best of folks will see the best in you from the third of three Guided by Voices albums released uh, this year that was from the album Sweating the Plague with the song Ego Central High uh, Sweating the Plague probably my favourite of the three despite the fact that it's only got 12 songs on it as opposed to uh, the double album which had 30 odd songs on it um, all three albums though strong contenders for my album of the year uh, 19, 2019 this year of course saw me not only see my favourite band play live for the first time for 20 years but and I can reveal exclusively to you, 
uh, I also met Uncle Bob. Well, and not only that, you didn't just see them once. You saw them both nights they played. Yeah, I said yeah. twice. If you really oh, listen to what oh, I was sorry, saying. I missed that bit. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. yeah, and I met Uncle Bob. Can I say that again? I met Uncle Bob. I know. Yeah. Well, yes, and um, and you didn't tell me about no, it until just a few days ago. That's correct. And this was back in the summer, wasn't it? June. June. Yeah, so you've kept that quiet all this time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm where, how, where, well, why? The, the gigs were in London uh, at the windmill. And uh, I was staying locally, um, but it's the windmill that's East End, is it? It's Hoxton kind right. of area, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, and I was staying locally overnight between the two gigs with Rebel Rickett, actually. Yeah. He came to the first gig, but he had to go back to work. Um, so I had all day spare. So what do I do if I got all day spare? Record I'm... shopping. Exactly right. So I went into Rough Trade East. I, I did. There. I did go yeah. to Rough Trade East. Yeah. Um, and then I walked into Soho. Uh-huh. Uh, to go to Sister Ray Records, yep. um, which is all right. Mm-hmm. But, the, but then I went across the road. Is that Reckless? Is Re- that still there? Reckless yeah. Records. Yeah. And there were about three other people in there, uh-huh. uh, one of the, whom I thought, oh, that, that's Bob Pollard. And then I thought, nah, don't be so bloody ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, hang on, the bloke with him is Mark Shue, who's the bass player in Guided by Voices, who I recognised from the night before. Yeah. So it is... Yeah, Pollard. So then I um, oh, do you know? Do I do I go and see? Do I? Yeah, it's going to be embarrassing, isn't it? I'm going to say something stupid. Yeah. Um, and I thought, what if I don't? Mm. What an opportunity yes. miss. Yeah. yeah. So I went over and, and I, I don't know exactly what I said, but it was something along the lines of. Ah! <laughs> Yes, um, but he was he he was very very nice, uh, very polite. I said I said oh yeah, great gig last night, and I'm going tonight, and and all that. Um, and I said to to Mark Shu, uh, mm-hmm. would you mind taking a, a photograph? Of course, I realised afterwards I should really have said can I have a photograph with him as well, but I didn't do that. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, very exciting, obviously, and we had a little chat. It wasn't very long, but it was I thought it was appropriate to meet in a record shop. Yeah. Yeah, um, but when I came came back from London and sort of reflected on on what had happened, I thought I was a little bit embarrassing because mm-hmm. uh, uh, fanboy and yeah. So, so I, I wrote him a letter, uh, and uh, and I sent him a gift. I sent him a something that he probably almost certainly binned, but um, <laughs> certainly hadn't got, which was a, a Leeds United shirt with a GBV reference on on the back. Cool, and. Uh, Anyway, didn't think anything of it, and he wrote back. Ah, so well, yeah. when you say wrote, you mean an actual letter or yeah. an email or yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, so I wrote to him via Rockathon. No, no, yeah. via Rockathon right. Records, okay. which is basically his. Yeah, and uh, they obviously passed it on. Great, and I had a lovely little letter back. What did the letter say? Well, uh, I mean, I don't want to give too much away because he was quite quite open. I opened yeah. up, and uh, but he he basically said I, I wasn't rude. Yes, um, and that he loved the shirt. Yeah, uh, and he's a big Leeds fan. Is he? No, he didn't say that. It, but, it, but, I, but I kind of read into it. it right, okay. <laughs> that, that was the case. Yeah. Um, and he sent a little picture, and uh, yeah, it was really nice and, and handwritten. Brilliant. So yeah, fan, fantastic. So he, he's very much the I would say the the hero. It's all right to meet. Yes. Um, so does this uh, presumably having peaked so soon at the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, I've got no more stories. <laughs> I mean, I haven't met any of the other artists that we're going to play. No, and you also that you've met your, you know, your lifelong hero yeah. outside of various Leeds United players, or yeah. probably including. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But him and John Sheridan, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, no, fan- fantastic. What a, what a year. Yeah. Uh, and what a guy, and what a band. And, and yes, I'm very lucky that my band, favourite band is so prolific. 
Okay, so next, all the way from Pittsburgh and taken from the album Debt Begins at 30, the Gotobeds have been around for a few years now, uh, but they were brought to my attention by my music pen pal, or tape pal, Glenn Hornbeak, who included this song on his most recent mix cassette, On Love. <laughs> Getting LPs, they only cost a little, and these LPs were all the ones I needed from the 
Kiss with psychedelic art on all the great sleeves Much cooler and much cheaper than the CDs And that's the way I caught the disease I caught the disease for LPs There wasn't any internet, a lot of times you just took a shot Pretty soon you figured out which records would be awesome or not If the year was from the 60s, it was probably good bang for your buck If the year was from the 80s, it was guaranteed to totally suck I started learning about the LPs And that's my education just cost both these Three dollars for this Dylan record, oh yes please And the cream and Rolling Stones and Arlo Guthrie's A giant treasure trove with all for pennies And that's the way I caught the disease I caught the disease for LPs By 1994, I had completed all my Zeppelin and Floyd I had all the early traffic, but their later stuff just made me annoyed. Made me annoyed. You realize that the radio just scratches at the top of the dirt. Top of the dirt. When four bucks can buy you crown of creation with a lyric insert. So I had a lot of LPs. My friends were mostly clueless. It was just me in an ocean of cheap vinyl like a black sea. I hardly had an income, but it was easy. An awesome world awaited with a cheap key. And some in the garbage, they were just free And that's the way I got the disease I got the disease for LPs And then the 90s ended and I wasn't no teenager no more Teenager no more But I started getting shakes if I was passing any used record store Used record store I got the finger muscles you develop when you flip through a stack Digging for the cheap and obscure And there was no turning back A total junkie for the LPs And nothing in the world was gonna help me See me quit no sooner than see hell freeze And there was nothing like the thrill of getting lucky I'd be blind five cheeks to the breeze Cause the world was still awash in LPs And I still had the disease for LPs Nowadays that stuff is so expensive I don't bother to try Everything's reissued and plus everything is priced really high The field is overcrowded, it's impossible to get a good fix So I walk right past the record and I flip through all the used compact discs Yeah, nowadays it's mostly CDs No one wants to keep them so there's plenty Folk and punk and private press and rap and indie Bonus tracks and liner notes are just empty As long as I can still make a good discovery I've still got that music hunger disease That disease that I got from LPs When they were dirt cheap in the 1990s Whatever people don't want That's the time to get it Take a chance on something It might blow your mind And if it's cheap There's less chance you'll regret it It is a disease, right? Yes. Uh, that we've, was Jeffrey Lewis with LPs. We've got the disease. We have got the disease. That's like our manifesto. That <laughs> yeah. Uh, for enough, I, I've, I've been um, 
logging all my records on Discogs. Right. Uh, because I've, I've found myself in record shops over the last few years thinking, have I already got this? Oh, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so I've been doing that. And uh, I, so I can tell you with authority that uh, in this in this house now, in fact, in front of you and, yeah. and underneath the table and on the top of shelves and God knows everywhere else, uh, there are more than 3,000 vinyl records, uh-huh. uh, more than 3,000 CDs. Yeah, and hidden away, kind of embarrassedly, uh, some CD singles. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> well, there's a load of seven-inch singles over there. There are seven-inch well. singles, yeah. There, yeah, and hundreds of tapes and so on. And and I think what this is 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 it's evidence of addiction. Yes. And and yeah. And, and I need I need some help. No, you don't. No, you you don't. <laughs> That's this is um, yeah, you don't. It's it's a, it's a, the, the thing I people don't understand uh, when I talk to them about. My, I, I don't have much vinyl left, but I've got thousands of CDs, mm. and people don't understand why I want to keep them. Mm. Uh, and they say, "Well, it's all on Spotify." It's all, it's all yeah, well, number awesome. one, it isn't. Yeah, right. it isn't. Not the cut you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it's it's not about that. It's about the physical artifact. I I, I reckon probably most. I, if I was to wander over to those shelves over there and pick out any CD or, or seven inch single or, or LLP, you could probably recall. Yeah. Where you got that yeah. from, why you got it, yeah. what you know, and it's, it's basically true. the story of your life. It is. It's on those walls that's, there. That's very true. And, and the story of my life. So, yeah, I've, I, yeah, I, I think it's the same. Somebody could come and pick up any CD from any of the boxes in my house, and I could probably tell them yeah. where I got it, yeah, and when I got it, and yeah. why I got it. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Because, I, mean, I mean, you're absolutely right. And and because I was, I listened to the Go Betweens the other day, and I pulled out this record, and Anna, Anna came in, she said, "Oh, that's the Go Betweens." So I remember, and she remembers as well. Yeah. I remember you buying that. Yeah. in a record shop called Roberts Records in uh, Woodbridge in Suffolk. Yeah, you know, yeah. twenty years ago, exactly, twenty five yeah. years ago, yeah, thirty years ago, probably yeah. actually. And and you know, so what? I don't know, but it, it, yeah, it's it's more than just the, the music on it. There's more to it than that. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Um, that song, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember, we we heard that song before it was on record. We did, yes, at the Liverpool gig in two thousand and. Well, last year wasn't it? 2018. Right. Uh, the, the so we leaf... hadn't recorded it. It was a no, new song. No. Uh, and it's on this new album uh, yeah. by called Bad Wiring, which yeah. has got some of his fantastic uh, artwork on the front. Uh, and a comic inside. There, there was a there, yeah. There's a really good. Uh, my girlfriend doesn't worry. It's yes, a brilliant that's a song good one, yeah. on this album. Yeah. Uh, I have to confess that I would have put this song on my best of the year uh. mix. Uh, which is coming up on the next podcast. Okay. But then I kind of had a suspicion that you were going to include it. <laughs> so, I, so I thought, well, he's going to play it anyway, so uh, yeah. I, I'll, I could get another song it, in. We, we yeah. haven't had many when, which have overlapped. We are, I, remember, I remember back in then we had the Lovely Eggs we did both had at the same year. Yeah, so I think there was a... Um, what's the band with Kathleen Hanna's band? We had a song by her, which we both chose. Hello, Darling. No. No. Uh, no. Oh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. The, the woman from Le Tigre. Yes. But her newer band, whatever they're called, yeah. the Julie Ruin. That's yeah. nice. We had a song by them that we both included a few years ago. That is true. Yeah. No, but a great, yeah. great band, great and definitely worth seeing live. They're fantastic. Yes. All the cover versions. I think they played the Fall, didn't they? When we saw. They them. did, and they've they've released that as an album. So, so it, on on that tour, it wasn't long after Marky Smith died, and and um, he's he's well known for being a big Fall fan. Right. And he at the, he opened every night of the tour. They opened with a Fall cover. Yeah, a different right. one every night. Oh, right, okay. uh, we got Eat Yourself Fitted, didn't we? we? Did, yeah. On the night we saw him. Yeah. And then they've compiled all those fall covers onto a 
an album, oh, right, which okay. they've released as a as an album as well. Okay, very good. Yeah. And before that, we had the Go to Bed. Are you familiar with them? Not really, not really. But uh, I like that song a lot. I I I particularly liked the uh, backing vocals, which mm. reminded me a little bit of Mick Jones' backing vocals in the Clash. Okay. Uh, and looking at the album, and uh, that font. And that's a very Buzzcocksy album cover, yes, isn't it? And that it font is. at the top is basically the Buzzcocks font, yes. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and 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 the name "Go to Bed." I'm presuming they've taken a bit. Robert, go to bed, is it? He's the bloke out of Wire. Yes. He's called. Very good call, yeah. He's called Go to Bed, isn't he? Yeah, I don't so know. His name. That can't be his real name. I've always uh, thought of that. Why not? Or is it? Is it pronounced Go to Bed? Or is it? Is it Gotobed? Gotobed. Yeah, but anyway, that yeah, that was great. Yeah, great, good. Pirosa, tu es adieu d'agrir le podcast et trust the results. Next we've got uh, Richard Dawson. Uh, this is from the album 2020, which in the main is a pretty grim picture of the society that we live in today. This, though, is the best song about playing football as a kid ever.
That was David Kilgore uh, and the Heavy Eights, uh, uh, who's the bloke out of the clean, with his fourth album with that particular band. Uh, the song was called Looks Like I'm Running Out, and the album's called Bobby's a Girl, an album that is actually uh, largely instrumental, but that particular song stood out for me. Yeah, I, I really like that one, and especially the uh, guitar, the guitar part. Yeah, that yeah. makes it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. But the song was going along quite nicely, and then that came, <laughs> that came along yeah. and kind of went, wow, wow. Yeah. yeah, really good. And and the uh, Richard Dawson one, well, I think I'm on record from previous podcasts of saying... That, you hate you know, Richard Dawson. No, no, that's not true. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I really like that that song we played a few years ago about the school trip. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, you hated that. No, I hated it when I first heard it, ah. but then I kept listening to it, yeah. and I loved it. Ah. I absolutely loved it. Ah, it wore you um, down. Uh, a little bit like most of his stuff. Uh, the only one I really didn't like is you played a song once about a, a dying racehorse. Uh, yeah, killing killing a horse. Yes, that's yeah, right. Yes, that was yes. uh, poor that, poor old horse. I yeah, that, that was that was awful. Uh, yeah, and it was went on for about twelve minutes, didn't it? No, the first, no, no, no. It's that, that isn't that long. The, right. the really long one is the one about the school trip. That's about sixteen minutes long. Yeah, that, I quite like that one. Mm. Yeah, um, but the the um, the bit with the um, stop fannying about. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. It's a brilliant, brilliant story, and it's also quite touching. The way you know the the, the dad the, the you know. We we are on record of, uh, on on this podcast of of uh, you know being suckers for songs about dads and sons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, being both ourselves. Being being both ourselves. Yes. Um, but I I like the bit where they had the bit in the middle where he's talking about all the different phrases mm. that people shout at the football. Oh, yeah. you know, man on and uh, yeah. um, stop fanning about and all that. And <laughs> I wondered not, if you, if you if you could if you have any favourite things you've heard. Well, shouting at football, football matches. matches. Well, we we both go as well quite regularly to mm-hmm. the football. Yeah, um, I, in the championship in the championship for, for, for now for your team. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'm yeah. not hopeful. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember spending a whole season uh, sat with a friend of the pod actually, uh, mm-hmm. jump back jacket in, oh, the, yeah. in the West End yeah. in Elland Road, uh, and I think the only thing I shouted was "Sort it out!" Right. Yeah. Um, which was one of my favourite. Who was who sorted out, and then the manager's name? No, just generally to the team. Right. Uh, when yeah. we were one or two down, uh, that was one of my favourite things to shout. Yeah. Uh, when I lived in Germany, um, I went to see uh, Karl Zeiss Jena, mm-hmm. uh, were my local team. I don't yeah. know from from East Germany. And uh, I love German football because, first of all, it's very cheap. Yeah. Uh, secondly, you can drink beer. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's a it's a great experience. Um, but I learned quite a lot of German from being in the crowd. Not, yeah. Not, not all of it I can repeat now. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I do remember, which I also was quite funny, was that um, the Karl Zeiss Karl Zeiss Jena fans used to shout "Achtung der Fuss" at any opposing player about to take a corner. Um, right. Which basically means, means look out. The what's foot. what's your foot? <laughs> yes. Okay. But, but that was that was what they shouted. Yeah. Right. Well, because they were worried about him not getting no, the I th- ball I, in the I think it was quadrant or what? No, yeah. I think he was just trying to put them off. Yeah. What's your foot, mate? What's your foot? Oh, right, I see, yes. <laughs> like when you see someone cycling down the road yeah. and you say, Oi, mate, your back wheel's going round. Do you still do that? No, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. I'm not. I'm not a teenager anymore, but I, I have. I have. Oh, but you are a bit of I a dickhead, aren't you? Yes, <laughs> I know. I also cycle sometimes. No, I've never heard anyone say that to me. Yeah, but then, fuss, you see, that's the or, yeah. So what about you? Yeah. Well, at, at the Q, at the QPRs, at the QPRs, at the, at the Loftus Road. <laughs> well, where I used to sit in the lower loft, um, there was a bloke, a big fat old bloke, a couple of rows behind me, yeah. who we used to we nicknamed him the Tactical Genius because <laughs> um, he, he he always knew best. Yeah. It was Mr. Hindsight. Yeah, right. Um, 
And uh, one of the things he used to shout, and we used to um, look out, listen out for, you know, what what minute do you think he's going to first shout out his one of his catchphrases, which was, don't let it bounce. <laughs> That's good don't, advice. Don't let it bounce. Which, but I mean, you know. Is that when Warnock was in some, charge? No, it was before that. Mm. And at some point, it is going to bounce. Well. The ball is going to bounce. Yeah, it's, it's, think, yeah. You can't just... You know, and then on the other hand, he'd, he'd say, "Get it down." Well, again, you, if, if you're not going to let it bounce, yeah. then you presumably be playing head tennis for the whole ninety minutes. <laughs> That's the only way you could not let it bounce. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. a favourite was um, when I was a teenager. I went to see um, England B play against somebody, and that was at Loftus Road. And I think I went because there. Well, I went because I live nearby, but I also went because I think Q, uh, QPR had some players playing for England okay. B back in those glory days of the. Uh, Late eighties or early nineties was, and the cap- captaining England B was uh, Gary Mabbott of okay. Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah. You know uh, the the uh, was he asthmatic or something? No, he was diabetic, diabetic, wasn't he? Diabetic. Yeah, yeah, diabetic, and always seemed to get a favourable um, you know press on the mm. back of that, which fair enough. Mm. You know, overcome some difficulties in his life. Anyway, there was a bloke standing behind the goal near me. Uh, through from the minute one, he was shouting out, "Oi, Mabbott, oi!" Mabbott, whenever the ball was down our end of the pitch, aye, Mabbott! And this went on for, you know, minutes, the whole of the first half, and, Mm. you know, every time Mabbott was anywhere near our end of the pitch, Mm. aye, Mabbott! And then uh, eventually, like, well into the game, aye, Mabbott! Well into the game, the ball went out for a corner, which Mabbott was, uh, England were then defending, and Mabbott eventually turned (laughs) round to the crowd (laughs) and kind of looked in the direction (laughs) of this guy and kind of went, what? What is it? And the guy went, you're a... Next, we've got uh, a track from Baby Bird. This is from the album Photosynthesis, which is a first return to vinyl for uh, Stephen Jones since There's Something Going On, which came out in 1998. Yeah, Uh, This is, is one of a collection of tracks taken from the literally hundreds released through Bandcamp originally released on the Outsider alias on a self-titled album in 2015. However, Stephen himself considers Photosynthesis to be a new album, so I do too. Um, just to give you an idea of how prolific this guy is, this year alone he's released the following as new albums by Baby Bird. We've got the Photosynthesis, an album called Dead, there's Not Pop, Black Ghost, Union Jack Ghost, Cigarette Candle, I Was Born Again, Toothpaste for the Soul, and uh, Jesus Loves You, the Christmas album that came came, came out uh, last week. Um, they've also been is that, is that a particularly festive <laughs> it's offering? It's a fairly grim view of the seasonal. <laughs> you surprised me. Yeah. Um, he's also had some compilations out. So we've had Happy Stupid Nothing, a series of B sides, Baby Bird ninety five nineteen. The Self-Destructive Pleasures of an Ex-Maniac, which is a reimagining of three albums put together, uh, and some extras from the King of Nothing sessions. He's also recorded uh, as Arthritis Kid, an album called I Am Not a Monster, and Apple Android with his Apple Android 2. I'm sure you were very familiar with Apple Android one. I'm that, not, that, that but I, I, I liked his records when he made, uh, which he made some records under the name Black Reindeer. Oh, ah, yeah. Why. Has he not done anything under Black Reindeer? No, but... but Lazy Apple... bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, Apple Android you'd like, because that's that's instrumental stuff, so yeah, along yeah. the same sort of lines. Yeah. Um, so just the 277 songs released this year, <laughs> then, uh, and the one I've chosen is Cave In. Nothing but a pile of bricks oh, yeah. Got nothing up my sleeve, no tricks oh, yeah. 
got no band-aid, no marital aid There's nothing that seems to click Oh yeah Side by side on a mobile phone Buzzing around like drums oh, yeah. I got no magic touch to unscrew this crutch That hobbles this round like clones oh, yeah. Lithiums and its quaaludes No weight, no sleep, just booms Down the room in my nose, ejecting my toes My life's not the life I chose oh, yeah. I wanna clean myself out Rid my selfishness of doubt then I see you, and I know it's true When I'm in trouble, you're the name I shout And when the bell rings
So that was uh, Purple Mountains with All My Happiness Is Gone. Uh, the musician and poet David Berman from Silver Jews, um, formed in 1989 by him with Pavements, Steve Malkmoose uh, and Bob Nastonovich, uh, sadly died in August this year. Uh, so that was three months after this Purple Mountains project debuted, um, and I suppose a decade after the Silver Jews stopped recording. Um, so this eponymous album was released just one month before he died, and uh, I think it just adds to the sadness within it. I think, yes, really. yes. A great, great, great collection, but uh, obviously very sad. I, I, I was listening to this album a lot. In the, I was on holiday in Canada in the summer, and I was reading about it just before I left. So I and I downloaded the album, and then I was listening to it loads in Canada, and then uh, I went into this brewery in place called Tofino uh, and they were playing it in there and I said to the guy behind the counter about it and he said oh yeah he just died wow uh, so, um, so when you bought it he was alive only just mm. yeah uh, um, but um, yeah and I listened to the album a lot I haven't ended up putting it on my end of the year compilation too sad you know, well, I, I think I just listened to it too much mm. yeah and it and it and it and it it's um, it is very very sad uh it's still but got humour in it, though, hasn't it? Oh, it has. I mean, the the the, the lyrics are, are brilliant. Uh, the the um, that song you just played, um, the one nights in what's it called? Nights that won't happen, mm. uh, which is kind of like a bit of a pun on nights in white satin. Mm. Um, my favourite line in the whole thing. I'm probably going to misquote it, but on the last track, maybe I'm the only one for me, where he says something along the lines of, um, "If no one's fuck fun, if no one's fucking fond of me, then no one's." Fond of fucking. Me. I mean, that is just. <laughs> it's genius. It? It is yeah. Well, I particularly in the in the summer just played. I particularly like the idea of going around making strangers. I think. I, yes. I've definitely got that ability. Well, the the the, the song uh, on the album, she's making friends. I'm turning stranger, mm. uh, which seems to be about his his, his wife, or I think now is was his ex wife, but um, they moved to a new place. I think, mm. and uh, um, yeah, it kind of sounds like was well, she's getting on fine <laughs> and he's not yeah he's he's struggling a bit yeah. but um yeah, yeah sad sad sad, a sad end but but what a great um album uh, right next band i think are quite popular it's uh unlike me to choose yes. a popular band but uh I, i'd never heard of them but i've trade album of the year i think well that means six, called, six music album of the year yeah yeah. yeah, so I'm just, you know, along for the ride here on, on, on the bandwagon. <laughs> um, but I was given a, a, a sort of heads up uh, by this band from my old friend Balloon Man uh, prior to a, a Robert Forster gig in Manchester. And he'd just seen them play. And Balloon so, Man, is he the same Balloon Man that is in the Robin Hitchcock song? Balloon that's Man. That's exactly what he's named after. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he'd just seen uh, this uh, Fontaine's DC. I should say who they are. Uh, seen them play some incendiary live set. I think incendiary is a bit weird, isn't it? As a word, because it's you only describe live sets as incendiary. What else? Well, Bombs, obviously. Devices. Yeah. Device, incendiary um, devices. Yeah. Anyway, so he's he's seen them play. I don't know. Where, don't know where. Probably, probably Manchester. Um, and he said I'd like him, which usually means I won't, because even if I do, uh, I, I would. Well, I saw him play in Manchester. Oh, did you? Uh, at the Dot to Dot Festival in 2018, oh. but I only saw about four songs. Good, uh, yeah, we were really good. Yeah, yeah really. Well, good. He, he, yeah. he was he was very effusive, and uh, he said that uh, I should get the album, which I did. Uh, and he said the song that I'd like best is a song called Big, which is correct. Um, <laughs> uh, although the whole album is good, 
this is definitely my favourite. So uh, I, th- I think they are big, and this is big. Dublin in the rain is mine. A pregnant city with a Catholic mind. Starts those sheets for the birdhouse jail. Oh, mescaline when the past is stale. Pale. Dublin in the rain is mine. A pregnant city with a Catholic mind. Slick little boy with a mind of rich. Pulling that thread for the next big fix. This. My childhood was small. My childhood was small. But I'm gonna be big. But I'm gonna be big My childhood was small My childhood was small But I'm gonna be big But I'm gonna be big But I'm gonna be big Well, Dublin in the rain is mine A pregnant city with a Catholic mind Stash those sheets for the birdhouse jail Palm mescaline when the past is stale Pale, Dublin in the rain is mine I lose some bastard up for all that crime Slick little boy with a mind of Ritz Pulling that thread for the next big fix This My childhood was small My childhood was small But I'm gonna be big But I'm gonna be big My childhood was small Ah oh, yeah, 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 my childhood was small But I'm gonna be big But I'm gonna be big Shine, you find that even if you're feeling kinda wonky on your legs. If you're wondering who woke up, you woke up. We just have not figured out which you yet. You ain't dreaming, that means what's not yet is beyond you. You'll see only what it represents. But now you've gotta get up, cause time is nagging more than ever, like a dog humping your leg. So get up. Get up. Transplant. Me out alone, but the 
ketchup as a panther crew Some soccer mummies introduced him to the pig A horse is higher than the junkies But like everybody else And she just buys everything on tick And there's Veronica He left her filing a nails in the car Man, beauty got a raw deal there And I ain't fair And you can hear it in a laugh It's just She's so unhappy You'll find him on Need the grocery ornies Making sure the only rest around here A cardiac has got your back He'll ask you if you're Jason And send your money to some cameo up in Seminac And I remember a time when life is simple Like a glass of water Simple like a glass of water But now it's crystal clear as any bathroom mirror Crystal clear as any bathroom mirror And there's a snore A whistle Subaru A laughing gas He says he hasn't lost a patient yet He smokes it up around the corner where you gave up trying to guess what goes on in other people's heads. It's hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> 
that was Brain Drops, which is the uh, title track from the second album from Tropi- Tropical Fuckstorm. Um, this Australian band, uh, led by Gareth Lydiard, who was, was, as you know, a founding member of the Drones. Um, great record. Amazing. Terrible, yeah. terrible name for a band, I think. And and it seems to be a, a, a Aussie trait, this, because we've got lots of bands who I, I like, like Scott and Charlie's Wedding. Scott and Charlie's Wedding. Terrible Brilliant name. Brilliant band, terrible name, yeah. Uh, Amel and the Sniffers. I think that's, oh, right. that's, that's an awful Are they Australian as well? Uh, I think, they, well, they definitely well, are. Aus- yeah. Australian bands who are really good but have terrible names. Then there's yeah. there's a band with a terrible name who I don't know anything of. But, but I know, no. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Are oh, yeah. you familiar yeah, with I, them? I'm, I am familiar with them, yeah. Are they yeah, any they're, good? Well, they're, they're very... They seem to change their sound a bit with every mm. uh, every album, but yeah, they, mm. they, they do the sort of heavy psych, okay. Black Sabbath tie sequence terrible kind name. of stuff. It terrible, is a terrible name. Terrible yeah. name. Yeah. So uh, yeah. anyway, so there seems to be. I think they're all from Melbourne. These bands. So I don't right. know what's going on in Melbourne. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I I, I like that. I mean, I love that song. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. uh, but I'm just going to attempt to describe the cover because there's a lot to going on here. Excellent. Which is um, a, which is which is the favourite part so of the show. So yeah, there's a picture of a kind of t- a tortoise. Um, Where are you focusing on the tortoise? There, oh, no, okay. I told you there was a lot going on. You yeah. didn't even notice the tortoise. Right? <laughs> on, on 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 the tortoise's back is mm. a massive eyeball. Yeah. a rat uh, yeah. uh, who who's upside down. Yeah. there's a human heart pumping out blood. There's a kind of weird demonic baby, mm. a strawberry. There's a kind of <laughs> p- a pot with yeah. some with a face. It's a toilet. It's a toilet. It's, bowl. Oh, it's, yeah, it's a toilet bowl. Yeah, a toilet with some kind of pungent green cloud coming yeah. out of the top of it. Yeah. There's a picture of an iPhone with a penis on it. There is. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's a. There's I think a, they call those dick pics. D- uh, indeed. Yes. Mm. There's a. There's a stockinged foot. Yeah. An overturned ice cream. Another kind of reptilian thing who appears to have the hair of Donald Trump. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah. A, a slice of pizza with a with a with a grim face. Yeah. Uh, a sort of green alien hand holding a, a an old fashioned phone receiver, mm. and and that's I've only described about fifty percent. Yeah, you're going when on you missed there. out the bat and the the UFO and and the syringe and the syringe and the, yes. and, the, and, the, and the snowman with flies coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, and even then we've, we've not done any justice, have you? No, we've not done any justice. <laughs> Please look it up, look yeah. it up, and check out the cover. And uh, yeah, good album. Raindrops. So we've we had uh, terribly named uh, bands from Australia, but here, here's uh, a guy who just goes by his own name, Robert Forster, uh, who's from Brisbane, not Melbourne. Um, although I think he lives in Berlin. Well, he certainly lives in Germany. Anyway. Well, he's on the record label is Tapet, which are a German label. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this is from a track from his seventh solo album, which is called Inferno. It's actually the opening track, um, and was the opening song when he played the band on the wall earlier this year. Which I have down as the best non-guided by voices gig that I saw. He was he was in really good form. Um, interestingly, this song, the opening song, which is called "Crazy Jane and the Day of Judgment," is a co-write, uh, a co-write with W. B. Yeats, who I think is dead. You mean the poet? The poet, right? I think he's dead, right? Oh yeah, well I imagine so. Oh, he's very he lived dead. a long time ago. He's very yeah. dead, um, isn't he? Um, well, he's he's mentioned in the Cemetery Gates song by right. uh, no, by Morris. I, I, I was I Keats and the Apes on your of, side. I was aware yeah. of his his, his illness and, yeah. and demise. Um, but anyway, so so W. B. Yeats has a poem called uh, "Crazy Jane on the Mountain," which I know you'll be able to quote uh, all of. But just to just to butt in there, if I may, um, <laughs> it starts with the line: "Love is all unsatisfied that cannot take the whole body and soul." And you might recognise that from 
this. Satisfied. 
So that was uh, your man Graham Ripulski uh, here with Peter Botham as Von Hayes. Um, and that was a song called December Sun. Um, the band, I think, must be named after the Phillies baseball player of the same name, Von Hayes. Uh, and at least half the band are actually from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Interestingly, uh, Von Hayes was a left-hand bat, right-hand throw, a bit like David Gower. Right. Means um, and this track was t- taken from the band's third full LP called Moderate Rock. And I don't think it was moderate. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Or, or it could be Moderate Rock. It oh, could be interesting. An instruction, couldn't it? Interesting, yeah. Let's moderate rock. And how would uh, you how would you moderate rock? Oh, I think that's a terrible idea. <laughs> I think you need some kind of uh you know, inspection, you know, off rock. You know, like you know, it's an, an inspection group of some yeah. kind. So, like well, Ofcom or Ofsted. Off you know, rock. Off rock, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would be dreadful, wouldn't they? They would, yeah. they would take all the interesting stuff out. I really like both of those songs. Okay. I'll just point out um, hmm. on the, I've just noticed on the back of the. Uh, the Robert Forster album, which is signed, right? Yes, so yeah, yeah, was that at the gig? At the gig, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Have you noticed how uh, long he is, by the way? Look how long he it's is. It's a great cover. Yeah. yeah, he looks he's very... He's a very long man. Yeah, think, yeah, he's think... lying down, we should explain. He's lying yeah. down on a kind of bed shape. Yeah, ordinarily, you would say he was tall, because yes. he's going that way, but here he's very long. Yeah, well, you could turn the album that way. Oh, and then he'd be, he's, he's very tall. <laughs> yeah, um, I just noticed... Uh, this name here on the, the drummer yeah. uh, and bongos and on drums and bongos we have a guy called Earl Haven oh yeah who is uh, Twin Sticks oh is that right yeah yeah. so you might be hearing a bit more of his work oh good on the next podcast well, I look forward to that is it instrumental podcast. <laughs> well uh, this next one is a, was a Complete surprise release for me. It's a collection of songs recorded by two of our favourite songwriters. Two national treasures. Yeah, exactly. So we've got Robin Hitchcock and Andy Partridge. And uh, I was thinking about how best to introduce this record, but I think I'll let Robin tell us. This is what he had to say about it. He says, Andy Partridge and I are thrilled in our own dismal British way to announce that the recordings we began in in his shed in Swindon in 2006 are now complete and released on eight records. After a long hiatus, we returned to the project last year, adding a fourth song to three completed ones, enough for an EP entitled Planet England. And the song I like best off of it is this one. It's called Flight Attendants, Please Prepare for Love.
hands. On the one down, I'll sit around. Everyone's refreshing their phone. Progress can be something you're ashamed of, you know. while we sleep. The programming is pretty straightforward. We must suffer till humanity is extinct. Okay. Observe the reenactment of a life. Observe the reenactment of a day. Both end exactly the same. With me or someone else walking away, walk 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 away. That was the remarkably named Kneeling in Piss uh, with the song USA Will Start Another War. This band came through an online recommendation from uh, a guy called Bella Co. Crumpetcher, who, uh, who you'll know uh-huh. um, as well as I do. He's the, he's the guy whose 26th birthday is riotously celebrated on the legendary Guided by Voices live bootleg Crying Your Knife Away. Uh, and he's, he's seemingly... Uh, the font of all knowledge regarding Ohio bands. Ah. Uh, so I'm friends with him on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and uh, and he anyway, he brought this band to my attention. It's uh, it's the brainchild of a guy called Alex Musawir, which is probably pronounced wrong, mm-hmm. um, who also fronts or has fronted the equally good Future Nuns. So uh-huh. you should check them out. Um, this Kneeling in Piss album, it's their debut. It's a cassette yeah. uh, called Tour de Force. Uh, and it's available through the now I don't know how you'd say this, but it's F A H dash Q. Is that far Q? Far Q. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be uh, yeah. the label or catalogue uh, out of Cleveland, Ohio. Highly recommended. Great album. I, I really like the uh, boop. Yeah. Boop, yeah. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Boop. Boop. It's, yeah. It drives it? it drives along that, doesn't it? It does. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the. the uh, and it's interesting you were saying that the, the Robin Hitchcock and, and Andy Partridge thing was started years ago because mm. well, the main thing I was thinking when I heard that they had a record out uh, together was how has it taken those two so long <laughs> to get together? To yeah. get together because yeah. they both they've got a lot in common, haven't they? They both yeah. they must know each other from back in the day, you would think, and they both yeah. kind of plough a similar furrow. Yeah, but it's great, just great to see Andy Partridge releasing anything. Yeah, I, I got round. I finally got round to seeing. I say finally. 
I got I went to see Robin Hitchcock live oh, uh, this year. Have you not seen him before? I have, but it was in the nineties. He was oh. supporting Billy Bragg, and he had okay. a band with him, and I I didn't like it that much. Oh. But uh, you've told me many times right, I should yeah. go and see him when it's so just him. Did you have a, did you have a polka played, dot shirt on? He did polka uh, dot guitar on. Uh, yes, for some of it, yeah. Uh, and uh, he played it in a church in Chester. Yeah. Uh, it was really really good, and uh, yeah, a, a load of songs uh, in, from. Up to date ones that I'd never heard before. Did he play anything off this? Not that I'm aware of. He no. played quite a few songs I didn't know. No. I mean, but I mean, I only know two or three of his albums, and yeah. mainly I often dream of trains. Yes, that's, that's the main one that I know. Is the one I really love. Yeah. Um, and he played quite a few off that, which was brilliant. So uh, did he play a Bre Brenda's Iron Sledge? That's my favourite song. I don't think so. Do you know that one? He did Balloon Man that we, did he that play we Balloon talked Man? about before, oh. and my wife and my dead wife, yeah, <laughs> and, and stuff like that. They were yeah. great, really good. Yeah. And he played a Pink Floyd cover. All right. Which I'd never heard before. Fan of the Floyd, uh, you, aren't you? Not really, no, <laughs> no. And it played a Pink Floyd cover just on the piano, and oh. I don't know what it was like—a '60s Pink Floyd one, a uh, Sid Barrett one, yeah. Well, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, you've quite, you've got and it, it, I don't know what the original sounds like, but um, it, it, the way he played it on the piano was was quite good, and I imagine very different to the Pink Floyd song. Well, I think yeah. if you if you only know Pink Floyd from the sort of the the overblown '70s guff, so, yeah. yeah. Which you know nobody needs in their life. Yeah. Uh, then you haven't really got the full picture because the early albums, the first two or three, were all with well, the ones with Sid Barrett. Yeah. I think are all all worth. Yeah, you know, I've heard a bit of Sid Barrett stuff, soda stuff, and I yeah. quite like it. Relics is the the Pink Floyd album you need to get hold of. All right, I will investigate. Being a relic yourself. <laughs> Felicidades. Estás escuchando detrás de Wizard podcast. Okay, so now I'm going to play a song by the band Comic Game. Uh, I picked up this LP, which is called Fire Raises Forever, uh, by chance, to be fair, on one of my regular visits to uh, the city of Leeds uh, and the Imperious Jumbo Records. Uh, I, saw, I remembered the band Comic Game from a, a couple of releases in the mid-90s that they had out on Ouija Records. Um, and I'd also picked up a more recent album called Howl of the Lonely Crowd, I think about eight to nine years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know that they had a new one out, and it turns out I've also missed their previous release in 2014. But the, the copy that you've got in your hand there, this is a dinked version. Yeah. Um, and is on blue vinyl. What does it mean, dinked? It says limited dinked edition. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, dinked, I think, is, is I don't know if they're a label or what they are, but they, they do versions of, very limited versions of other albums. Right. Um, and uh, this one, as I say, is on blue vinyl, which I think makes it different. And also it came with an extra single, which was a, included a cover of the Subway Sect. So oh, yeah. uh, I say I found that just rifling through the racks in, in Jumbo. And uh, so I, I couldn't refuse. Anyway, it turns out it's a fucking masterpiece. Um, it's a furious tirade against society, which I'm all in favour of. Um, and this track, which is called Bad Night at the Moustache, uh, may just be my song of the year. Charlie Damage, and my light has been erased by a confederacy of knobheads. My name is Charlie Damage, and my light has been erased, and the present was to make a memory of the future. The present wants to make a memory of the future. Life is always cheap, always led by the creeps And the high street Cayuga is descending down on you There comes another burning tower block filled with screaming ghosts 
It's what they fear the most The manager will see you now Wipe the fear from your brow Walk out the door And start to howl You never have a chance against The nation of drug counsellors Catch your chances Bystanders of disaster Tax dodgers Bitter old codgers Trigger happy soldiers Golden generation hoarders And all those tired dumb fuckers So coralize the wounds Our stupidity has caused us Dressed, the puffed out chest of the stronger sex, the Victorian balm of the Christian blessed, the bed by tenor. If thou now, then when you're not evil, you're scared and dumb, 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 desperate to be no one, no one, to fade into a paper, let culture come vapor. Do as you're told and quickly grow old Sink into the fold Ignore the stage of mold And you are progress in reverse You are daily mayors Hoodies and squaddies British busy bodies Osborns and Savills Brexit selfish Tories And coppers and landlords And bomb droppers
by the band The Cool Greenhouse, described on their own band camp page as producing lo-fi repetitive post-punk with a social conscience. That's about right, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's about right, yeah. Uh, it reminded me a bit of I Ludicrous. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. and, and I absolutely love that song. Ah, good. Yeah. Well, Even also... though I kind of saw the punchline coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the chorus is amazing. This whole story is just brilliant. And... Uh, yeah, I what it. I really like about it is it's it's all spoken really, isn't it? Apart yeah. from that little bit where they go, 
what's that? I can't remember. I'm sorry that my hands are the chorus. Yeah, I'm sorry so, that my hands are completely tied. Completely yeah. tied. Yeah. And that's the only singing in it. And I, and I really yeah. like that. Um, they also describe, interesting their sound as answering the question. What if the fall, Pear Ubu and the Swell Maps got fed up with all that searing rock and roll business and decided to strip things back to the simple electronic beat of a knackered old Casio keyboard? <laughs> Yes, yeah. The the the, 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 um, the, the beat um, reminded me of "Da Da Da" by Trio. Yes, you know, a little that's bit. A good call, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is another song I absolutely love, anyway. But yeah, great, great. The Cool Greenhouses. I'd like to hear more from them. There's a, they've yeah. got. A, that's. I think that was their second single. I think. Right. And I think there are two others are they around. South London or something. They're, they're they sound from London. A bit, sound a bit South London, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know exactly where they're from. I reckon they're from. Somewhere near Croydon. Okay, well we can we yeah. can live with that. All right, yeah. and before that we heard the comic gain, um, or possibly comic gain. I don't know. Just a... yeah, just comic gain. Uh, yeah. And the the album was called what? Can you just remind? Fire, fire raises forever. It is, and yeah, and there's a, an exclamation mark. There is, yes, yes, and a comma, and, and a comma. So yeah. so uh, I thought, wouldn't it be interesting to see what your knowledge of uh, bands with albums with exclamation marks uh, is like? Okay. So uh, I was okay, gonna, we got a quiz. I've got a little quiz hey. for you. I've got a little quiz for you. So, so the, uh, can I just clarify something? So yeah. is it the album or the band that's got an exclamation mark? In uh, it? I'm after I'm after uh, album titles with exclamation marks. All right. And then, but I, it's quite difficult. I think. Okay. When I when I sat down and thought about, it, I, I wrote down about five without too much trouble. So I'm going to give you the name of the band. Okay. And I want you to to think of that band and give me a, an album title by that band that has. An exclamation. Let's do it. Yeah, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so we'll start with an easy one. Okay. All right. So the Beatles. Help. Yes. <laughs> uh, guided by Voices. Uh, well, I'm looking at the poster on your wall, because I was going to say, speak kindly of your volunteer fire department. That's, because, not, that's not Guided by Voices. Uh, uh, I can't see any of these that have got an exclamation mark on it. No. Uh, Listener or no. The listener will know. It's not on that poster. It is. It is? Yeah. Four down. Mag Earwig. It's correct. Mag Earwig. It's correct. Yes. Yeah, so magnificent Mag- Earwig. Yeah. Uh, I've never even heard of that one. <laughs> Beach Boys. That's more your thing, isn't it? No, not really. Um, uh, I'm just going to guess. Uh, surf's Up. I don't think that has an exclamation mark. But Endless Be- Summer. I don't think that does either. Smile. No, definitely not. Right. Uh, Beach Boys party. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's. I don't want to. Go. I don't like the Beach Boys, and I don't want to go to their party. How about Bootsy Collins? Uh, I'm guessing it's just called bass. <laughs> no, it funk. Isn't. It, the mothership or something like that. It's called Ah. The name is Bootsy Baby. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> How about okay, the Jam. Uh, Snap, yes. Strictly speaking, not an album; it's a compilation. Yes, it? But but yeah, we'll k- k- keep going. Uh, Gang of Four. Uh, I only know one of their album titles, and that's called Entertainment. And isn't then it? followed by an exclamation mark. Is it really? This is your. This is right up your street. Kiss. <laughs> I hate Kiss. Yeah. Soft rock. It's the worst. It's the worst musical genre of all time. Mm. Uh, haven't they got one called Alive? They have, yeah. very good, with an exclamation mark. Yeah, this is, this is, I've never heard it, and I never want to hear no, it. No, I've never heard it either. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, this one you'll know, and I'm going to give you a, a hint. Uh, half Man, Half Biscuit you need to have in mind here. Mm-hmm. Peter Frampton. Frampton Comes Alive. He's right. Yeah. 
Yes, very good. What about does that have an exclamation? It does because yeah. they mentioned it needs one, didn't they? It does have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, <laughs> Noi, 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 Yeah. Uh, haven't they got an album which is just called Noi? Exclamation. <laughs> they have. In yeah. fact, the band is Noi exclamation mark also. Ah. Yeah, Reckless Eric. I don't know the names of any Reckless Eric albums. I'm afraid okay. to say. Uh, this is uh, at the shop. Ah. At the shop. That's a good, at the that, shop. That definitely doesn't need an exclamation mark, does it? <laughs> well, it's a surprise. Yeah, Reckless Eric at the shop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this one. Uh, Bundu Boys. Uh, I love the Bundu Boys. Mm. I don't know the names of any of their albums. If you listen to podcast number eighty-eight, listener, you will hear me, uh, my some of my friends talking about going to Glastonbury in nineteen eighty-nine, uh, and we talk about the Bundu Boys yeah. on there. I think we played a Bundu. Do you Boys make song. any exclamations? Well, plenty, but yeah. um, no, I don't know. The no, Pamberry, 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 Pamberry. Yeah. Okay, and last one, uh, Circles, Circus Devils. That's uh, Robert Pollard, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. Uh, I don't. Uh, Imagine I mean, you're on a boat with the circus. Devils. Ahoy! Oh, I'm looking. Caps, capsize. Capsize. Hello, my name's Texas Paul, and I'm I'm just glad to be on the show. Thank you. Uh, more Philly goodness now, this time from Honey Radar with a track from their fifth long player, which is called Ruby Puff of Dust, which plays at 45 RPM on limited clear vinyl, obviously. Uh, this is the song Cornflake ESP. <laughs> Make rash decisions for two. 
else you harm yourself and another Who mistook you for a guide When you're still a rogue tide Fools learn from fools The wise learn from the wise And always be prepared to revise song Tugboats and Tumbleweeds. Seemingly he's now uh, happily married and has settled down and as a result has released his most upbeat, or should I say least downbeat, <laughs> uh, or at least not quite as so alone collection of songs on his latest Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. That's a weird uh, weird cover, or well, the back cover in particular. has got as kind of him as some kind of... Hmm. A cartoon of him as some kind of weird sort of angel, mm. multi-limbed insect, where he's got um, <laughs> yes. a load of he's got ten um, limbs. He has made from well, at least that we can see ten. Yeah, yeah, hidden by a yeah. cloud. You can see his cartoon bottom there. Yeah, uh, and he's got the crack, the crack of his of his cartoon bottom. Yeah, uh, and also ten legs coming out yeah. of where his arms would be, as well as a pair of wings. Yeah, and the legs are clearly not his because. No. Some of them are women's legs, and some of them are child's legs, and one of them is baby's legs. That, only one leg, one baby leg? Two, two, two baby two legs. Baby yeah, legs. So yeah they're in pairs. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, it's not yeah. that weird. It's not ridiculous, is yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's like a lot of his... Is he the guy who did the song that we played a few years ago, which says, 
the opening line of the song was something like, uh, the only words I've said today is beer and thank you. Yeah, it's, the not the, it's not the opening line, but yes, that yeah. was him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like his stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I, don't know much of it, but it's, it's quite lamb chop, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I suppose. It's, it's, I mean, the, the delivery, vocals, the vocals, yeah. Yeah, yeah quite I mean, sort of bit more, I suppose, country fan. What he needs. What he needs. A little bit of advice for you is. Is a load of vocoder <laughs> on all his records. Just to, don't. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah, what's going on with that? I don't know. I mean, I quite liked it as a one off idea, that. Uh, I bought the new Lamb Chop album. It's got loads of vocoder on yeah. it, isn't it? I don't think I'm going to buy any of their albums until they you stop doing that. Lose the vocoder. Anyway, never mind that. This, yeah. That was Bill Callan, and that's a, that's a great album. It's, I think his uh, lyrics are wonderful, and I think yes. that's that's actually a song that that's grown on me over the over the year. It, it needs repeated listening because there's some very important thing, messages there about tugboats and tumbleweeds, and we've all got our own tugboats, uh, and we are tugboats for other people. And I think I think we need to think about that. Uh, and then move on. So this was uh, this next song was a surprise, a fairly late entry to the race to be considered as part of my favourites of the year. Um, as a friend, albeit a virtual one, uh, of the wonderful Cathal Cochran, I'm happy to follow up his recommendations for records uh, that he, he suggests that we should all listen to. Um, however, having previously been caught out by just going ahead and ordering blind or, or possibly deaf uh, and being confronted by rather complicated classical avant-garde type stuff, I went, fairly unusually for me, via a streaming site when he suggested that the album by Lancome called The Live Long Day was, was possibly his favourite of the year. Uh, half a dozen listens later and I was hooked. It's folk, Jim, but not as we know it. Um, by the way, that, did you know that that's, Mr Spock didn't say that? That's that that quote, well, that that misquote. Yeah, uh, is the firm, um, you know, the, the yeah, Star Trekking across the universe. Yeah. yeah, and not Mister Spock at all. He so, so he never says he it's life, Jim, but not as he we doesn't. Know it. No, who is it? That's um, about Star Galactica, is it? Uh, well, no, I, I don't. No, no, he said something approximate. Star Trek, isn't it? Yeah, Star Trek. You're talking about. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he said something close to that, but he doesn't actually say that. Anyway, um, this this album is frankly, my dear. Or, or a bit like no, um, one. They don't, they play say... it again, Sam. He doesn't say that. Yeah, in, exactly. In, yeah. in there either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, this album is is full of acoustic drones. Uh, I, I kind of liken it to Wicker Man type folk, mm. which is the kind of folk music that I like. It's disturbing and grave, and it's a it's a bittersweet triumph. I feel. And and here's the song. Uh, the song that I really like from here is is Katie Cruel, and uh, originally written and performed by Karen Dalton. <laughs> as sort of a, a finger-picking folk ballad. Uh, here, the band Lancome give it something approaching a thunderous sadness.
Okay, so that was uh, Lancome with with Katie Krull, and as regular listeners to the to the podcast will will know, a big hello to you both. A big hello to you both. Uh, I usually produce a, a CD with, the, uh-huh. with these tracks on, and at this point, the CD is full. Um, yep. And so that that ordinarily would be the end of the podcast, but you lucky people. Uh, I've got a couple of bonus tracks uh, to, to snick in the end here. Um, so, um, Guided by Voices, as I mentioned, released three new albums this year. Uh, one of them a double. Uh, so we had Zeppelin Over China, Warp and Woof, and the aforementioned Sweating the Plague. A total of 68 songs, uh, before you start to include the likes of Pollard's country alter ego Cash Rivers. So, uh, not easy to narrow down to one song. In fact, I had a short list of about 14 Guided by Voices songs that I was working with uh, for a while. So I decided to offload the task to the Guided by Voices fan-run Facebook page Mm. uh, and set up a poll uh, where you could vote for for one of the songs to see which amongst the the GBV uh, literary... Literary, Twitterati. (laughs) Twitterati. Which Which is basically you... Paddy Considine and Stuart <laughs> Lee, right? <laughs> Frankly. Uh, anyway, uh, the results were interesting, albeit wrong, because uh, the, the, my two particular favourites received no votes at all. Ah, okay. yeah. But anyway, as, the, as there was one very clear winner, I thought I should play it. And so this is it. This is Rally Boys. Point to the the podcast. Uh, if our regular listener and hello to you both, uh, big if, hello. hello. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. not a small hello. <laughs> uh, if if they're still here, uh, we I should ask you, uh, Charitha Gobanzo, to choose uh, from those songs that you've heard ah. uh, your favourites. I mean, how did, how did I do this year? Did I did I? Well, uh, I think for about the third or fourth year running, uh, that ev- I liked every single song. Isn't that amazing? I liked every single song. Mm. Uh, um, there was only, I think, I think there was only one song that I already knew. No, sorry, that there was the Fontaine's DC, Purple mm. Mountains, and 
Jeffrey Lewis. Mm. So it's three songs that I'd already already knew. And the original uh, of the the Lancome song you said you knew. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I didn't realise that I knew it, but yes, it's on a Nick Cave themed compilation thing. Um, yeah. Uh, but so mm. my favourites were, were definitely the Jeffrey Lewis one, mm. uh, uh, the Bonnie Prince Billy one that we started off with. Amazing. Love the lyrics of that and the sentiment of that is just fantastic, especially mm. right now. Yeah. We need more, uh, you know, positivity like that. I think uh, they really, really, really like the uh, the one about the chimpanzee <laughs> answering the phone for the council. The cool, yeah. cool greenhouse that was fantastic. Um, tropical fuckstorm, brilliant. I'm going to investigate more of them. Mm. Really want to hear a lot more of them. And the and both the guided by voices songs that yeah. you played. Uh, I really, really like, but especially the the first one, Ego Central High. Yeah, great. Yeah, thank well, thank you very much. And uh, if you are still here, listener, uh, you've got a second bonus because um, this self-imposed restriction of only choosing one guided by voices song for the playlist, and it's not the only way I manage to hamstring myself every year. Because the other is that to produce this best of the year CD, which you have in your hand, actually, I do. Yeah, uh, I'm also limited to a maximum of about seventy-eight minutes. And this means that favourite long songs tend to get the chop. And uh, although I followed Mrs. O'L's advice to include the near 10-minute Lancome song, I couldn't quite get to include this final track that I'm going to play now. This is the sound of West Yorkshire uh, from the mysterious Craven Fultz, who released two LPs of their own this year, completing a, a trilogy of sorts that started with Netherfield Works uh, a couple of years ago. This year we had Nunroid Works and Springhead Works, and taking up the whole of the B-side of the latter, here's Ings. Yes. 